Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown. It's 8.20. We're going to go into a story which uh, I think is something many people in South Africa would probably align with, engage with and relate to in a major kind of a way. As we move into 2021, there are many people who have been retrenched, who are unemployed and are looking for new jobs. But what are the mistakes that we make when we go out and look for a job? What are the ways of getting jobs and what are the habits of people who always get jobs? On the line is Fusi Motawung, who's a transformation practitioner, but he's also the author of a book called Who Got the Job Ahead of You? The Ways and Habits of People Who Get Jobs. Fusi, it's a real delight to have you on the line. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Constance. Thank you for having me on the show. So, Fusi, what's interesting about this book is that it does raise the question of the fact that many people will make mistakes when they apply for a job. And I wondered if you could tell us what are some of the mistakes that people do make when they go out? Michelle, thank you for the great question. One of the very clear mistakes that... uh, we make as people when we are hunting for jobs is what I call selfish approach. (laughs) So in a typical day, if you are an HR person or somebody who works for an organization, you receive a call from somebody who then introduces themselves and right away they tell you that they are looking for a job. Yeah. And in most cases, if you're going to ask the person, What job are you looking for? The answer that might follow in most cases is any job. Hmm. And that we find is one of the glaring mistakes, Constance, that people make when looking for a job. Yeah. That's such an interesting comment because there's a level of desperation. So you say, look, I'll just take whatever comes my way. But sometimes that's not what you are best at. So what you're suggesting is we need to acknowledge what we would be good for, better for, and even best for. Absolutely, Michelle. You've put it very well. So one of the ways is to essentially get to grips with what it is that you are good at, the talent that you have beyond the skills that you may attach to a qualification if you have a qualification. And therefore, the easiest way to look at this, Michelle, is to look at your talent. So Michelle has, for example, uh, radio skills because she's got speaking and public speaking skills uh, and so on. So people need to say, I have got this. And therefore, study the organization that they want to approach and find out what it is that they need. And sometimes the ways of finding this information are so easy, uh, are are very easy, more than we actually realize. And therefore you can offer a solution that is meshed based on your skills and what the organization wants. Because in most cases, if the employer is going to give you attention, it is because you are speaking to their heart, you are speaking to their needs, you are addressing their pain. So so you've raised two things here. The one is the importance of self-critique. And I wonder if you could just interrogate that a little bit further, how we critique ourselves, not in a negative way, but that how we start to look at this works, this doesn't work. What does self-critique mean and how do we do it? And then I suppose the second one is not just self-critique, but being able to have a really good understanding of what you think that company wants. Absolutely. 
So, Constance, you are asking a question at two levels. And the first one you say you're talking about self-critique. Yeah. In the book, there is a chapter. It is chapter four. And it talks about tell me about yourself. And because most people dread this particular question, in the book, it is a very good opener for people to dig deeper into what they are about and what they are not about. Because if we make an admission of what we are not about, we begin to, in a very critical way, navigate and select the kinds of conversation and the kinds of employers we need to be talking to. So self-critique is very essential. And I go deeper into that. And I do talk about things like your emotional uh, intelligence, for example. What are the things that you value? What are the things that you avoid? What are the things that excite you more? And it is when you critique, what are the things you have failed in? How did you react when you were told that you did not do well in a particular job or when, while you were studying? It is mm. in those aspects of critiquing yourself, understanding what other people are better at doing compared to yourself, that you are able to understand how you should approach which kinds of organizations and people who represent them in order to have a constructive conversation about your job search. And then the other layer is when you speak about how then you have a constructive conversation with employers. And like I say, in, in the book, I do tackle five aspects that I think we overlook. Mm. And Michelle, if you allow me maybe to un- indulge you, yeah. I can just name them without really going sure. into detail. Go for them. Thank yeah. you very much. And therefore, the first one, Michelle, is what we call elevator pitch. Yeah. So imagine, Michelle, you meet somebody you have been really dying to meet, and you happen to find them in the elevator as you go up. Uh, the building, and yeah. you've got two minutes to introduce yourself and hook this person so that at the very least, they could give you their business card or ask you to phone somebody in the office. So that is the first thing. And we can only have our own elevator pitch in a social setting if we have done a self-critique exercise. And let's just be clear, it's called an elevator pitch because it, uh, uh, it implies this idea that if you had to climb into a lift or an elevator with someone, you literally have two minutes before they get off on the sixth floor. Um, so what are you going to say to them on that moment or in that moment of uh, one crocodile, two crocodile as you get to the sixth floor? So that's, uh, that's the elevator pitch. What are the other four? The second one is really our telephone etiquette. Mm. I made an example earlier on about how when we phone a company, we, we, we go right into being selfish in our approach. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even want to find out if the person has a moment to speak to us and if they are the right people to talk about what we're talking about. Yeah. The third one is how we, how we communicate through email, Constance. Mm. Because... In the very same way, we just sometimes we just send an email, we drop a CV, and we don't say much. Yeah. You, you, you don't say anything about what you know about me or my organization that you want to work for and what it is that you're offering. You simply say, hi, I'm looking for a job. Here's my CV. And therefore, the book explains those. The fourth one is a curriculum vitae. 
There yeah. is a particular way of constructing it depending so, on the job. I want to just deviate for. to that for a moment because if you look at your CV and how you write your CV, I mean, historically what we've always done is we've gone name, address, blah, 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 and then like uh, these are the things I've done and this is what I've studied. But, but what I have been uh, taught over the cu- last couple of years is that at the bottom or somewhere in your CV, you need to be able to say what your skills are and what you've learnt over the past year. So I may have done this job or that job or whatever, and from it I may have learned how to use Excel spreadsheet or how to whatever the case may be. And we don't seem to put enough of an emphasis on what we've learned over the years as opposed to what we've just done. Constance, absolutely. And I would like to add by also saying that um, we also undermine the importance of adding our achievements. Because in the same narrative of what you've learned, you can also package it by way of showing what are the things that you've been able to achieve in the functions that you have been tasked with over the years. Mm. So definitely, I, 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 fully, I fully agree with that. And it is covered in the book as well. The, the idea of what it is that you have learned yeah. and what it is that you are bringing now based on the achievements that you have had in the past. In the book, do you give an example of a CV for people to, uh, to, to work off? Absolutely, Michelle. Mm. Absolutely. Even in the workshops that I conduct at yeah. universities, at corporate companies that invite me to come and do the work, yeah. I do give examples. And I do also get people asking me for help with their own CV. So we reconstruct it and they get amazing results. So really, Constance, in a, in, in a very simple way, uh, it always helps to talk to somebody who knows better about how to construct your CV. So even in the book, that those examples are contained. Well, I might have to start looking at that myself. Fusi, if people are interested in the book, maybe they want to get a copy of the book, but maybe they'd also like to chat to you and just get some more information about job search, etiquette, professionalism, uh, writing of the CV and the like. What is the book title, where can they get it, and how can they contact you? The title of the book is Who Got the Job Ahead of You? The Ways and Habits of People Who Get Jobs. To buy a book, there are two ways. You can go online to www.gifusimodaung.co.za and you can purchase the book online. There is an online store. The other way, which is also simpler, is to send a WhatsApp on 072-120-7603 and we'll be able to give you details and ship your book to your nearest address. There we go. Fusi Motong, he's a transformation practitioner and he's author of the book, Who Got the Job Ahead of You? The Ways and Habits of People Who Got Jobs. And it is a thick book of uh, extensive information. And you obviously can read through the parts that are useful to you, but certainly the idea of how you look at marketing your CV and writing your CV is absolutely critical. That number to contact him, WhatsApp him on 072 120 
7603. They say you should get up in the morning and do one thing for your career every single day, if not more. So I would say if you are looking at changing your career, if you are looking for a job, if you are thinking about a new job, that number 072-120-7603 is the first good thing you have to do.